Hello, Lions Country. Welcome to Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. We have an encouraging program lined up just for you. Today, we will talk about sports, the Bible, and have some special guest speakers you will not want to miss. Get ready for an exciting show with Zane and James on this week's edition of Under the Tree Talk. Hello, Lions Country. This is episode two of Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. We have an uplifting show just waiting for you. Stay tuned for some great messages about God and the Bible. Sit back and relax. You're in for a great treat of Under the Tree Talks. Yes, this will be a great treat to listen to. We will have a couple of interviews later on with junior baseball player Mac Barton, unbelievable guy, and then we'll be having FCA leader coach Terry Martin, who does coach the softball team. Two great interviews ahead of us, and we'll share our thoughts later on in a Bible verse devotion all that but stay tuned after this break we will have our first interview with mac barton looking for a new podcast to listen to well check out basketball and bs with Jarrett ray and chris donsero this show is giving you everything nba on and off the court so if you're a basketball fan go check out basketball and bs with Jarrett ray and chris donsero find basketball and bs on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Welcome back. We are here with junior business management and baseball player, Mac Barton. Mac, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Mac, you are very strong with your relationship in God. Just describe to me how you began that journey in the Word of God. Well, a little bit about my testimony. I, I grew up in a Christian family, but um, I didn't start following the Lord until I was about 18. When you know The story in Matthew 18 about how Jesus leaves the 99 to get the one sheep that's wandered, and I was that one sheep that wandered. And, and the Lord had to sit down with me when I was in high school because I was not living how I should and, and showed me in my depression and anxiety that he's the one the only thing that can fulfill me and ever since then it has been an exponential growth of the Lord and just diving in his word and it's been a, a, you know a, a journey that has been awesome so it's kind of the, the base for it yeah yeah that's awesome of course anybody can learn about the Lord and become closer with him even no matter what they're going through it could be something good that's going through their life and they can still learn about God of course you go to River Point Church here yes with me but uh, just describe to me how you found River Point and what that place means to you? Well, I'm a, I was a transfer for all that don't know. I'm, I transferred from the University of North Carolina at Pembroke, but I'm from Georgia. So when I, when I got out, there was a church that I went to in North Carolina. So I wanted to, you know, I've, and I've been praying to God to like whatever college I'm at, that I can plug into a community of believers that, that love the Lord, that believe the Bible, that teach the Bible, you know, that, that come together and can kind of mold each other in, in the sanctification process and, and everything that God's called the believers to be. And the Lord answered my prayers with Piedmont and he answered my prayers with the River Point community because, you know, we're fortunate enough to have a bunch of people from Piedmont represented at River Point, which apparently hasn't always been the case because as we learned about last week, there's been, you know, for years we haven't been able to go to River Point. And I've been lucky enough that River Point's all I've known at Piedmont and it's just been, it's just been awesome. You know, Jason has brought the word and he's a man that teaches the Bible and that's what you need and the Holy Spirit moves. And, you know, it's, it's a gift to be able to have um, a Bible teaching church, you know, a church that's all about the Holy Spirit this close to Piedmont that we can just go to. Yeah, Jason, he is an amazing guy. I've learned a lot from him. And Mac is actually preaching next Wednesday at River Point at 8.30, so if anyone would like to go and listen to that, uh, come and watch. But, Mac, just tell me how you wanted to become, like, a preacher or pastor. So, like I said, I've been on this journey of faith with God for a, co- a few years now, since I was 18. So, I've learned that many people have so many different spiritual gifts, and God uses all the gifts that He's given everybody in different ways. You know, 
the stage is not ministry. Ministry is wherever your feet are. And I think some people, you know, that's a common misconception in the, you know, believing world that you have to be on a stage to do ministry. And that's not true because ministry is everywhere. Ministry is where your feet is. So, but God's kind of, I think God's given me the gift of communicating and talking and being able to connect with people because I just, you know, I have a, I'm filled with compassion with for people and, and wanting to love on them and wanting to, to show them, you know, what Christ did for me and being able to do that, you know, on stage and, and having, being a minister and having a bunch of people, a multitude of people to do that with has just, you know, been a dream and being able to talk on stage, which doesn't have to be on stage, it can be anywhere, but having a group of people that I can grow to, in Jesus with and it's just being able to talk and communicate is awesome. Yeah, you are very good at that and you've shared a lot with me just to myself and we do have a Bible study here for the baseball team and FCA. FCA yeah, and just talk to me about the baseball, how, like, what made you want to start doing that? So, like I said, I went to the University of North Carolina at Pembroke my first, my freshman year and, you know, I was, it was, it was, um, it was different up there than it is down here, you know, um, less accepted to share your faith. It was definitely not frowned upon, but more a new subject in that environment and a place where it was just new and nobody really ever talked about Jesus. But we started a Bible study up there, me and I had the idea and I was leading it and the other guy brought it up and he's like, hey, let's do a Bible study. So we started doing a Bible study with that team and it was awesome and it was powerful and the Lord was moving and I thought since I transferred here, you know, I'm not going to compromise my beliefs in Jesus or my m- my actions just based on where I'm at because I'm going to be the same, you know, Holy Spirit, Jesus driven person and I'm going to take that wherever I'm at no matter what school I'm at and being able to start a Bible study here was was the plan too and fortunately enough there's been so many people that wanted to know Jesus better and and, and God's given me this team to minister to and people, them to minister to me because I'm not above them in any way or you know we're all growing closer to Christ at the same time you know so the Bible study with the team has been amazing I've grown so much through it and I hope I hope people have grown th- so much through it and saw Jesus better through it but it's been very powerful and I love it yeah that is true you have of course shared a lot which has helped me grow stronger in my faith and is i've definitely seen more people who have grown with the team and so mac when would you say like that you became a follower of jesus uh when i was 18 which um let's try um i was i walked the aisle you know at church when i was nine years old because i knew i didn't want to go to hell you know every every kid is here's about hell and i'm scared to go to hell and i knew i didn't want to go to hell but i didn't know what it meant to have a true relationship with jesus until i was 18 when Mm -hmm. i gave my life like gave my all to god you know i just said god here's my life i can't do this i can't do this on my own anymore like you be the center and focal point of my life and that was when i was 18 it took it took a breakup of a of a not holy relationship for that to, to happen and God molded me through that. And what would you say like you're like a true believer? Absolutely. Am I you said am I a true believer? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just absolutely. Like what was your family life growing up? Oh, we oh me and my family and, and my my sister, my mom and dad, and my Mimi are, are very tight knit. You know, I can go to them about anything. They can come to me about anything. We, we love each other dearly. And as a Christian leader, what would you like promote like other uh, believers of Christ? I would say lean on Jesus. Like he is the author and perfect of our faith like we cannot do this life on our own we can't be we can't build a a life of righteousness on a foundation of sin we have to give our life to Christ and to be totally sold out and bought into Jesus because you know like I said God should be the center of everything if you are the center of your ministry it's not going to be a healthy ministry Jesus has to be the center of it It, God and his word are the foundation and the solid rock to build everything upon not myself and my works and you know my actions because if it was all on me I would feel I mean I would be a mental wreck but praise God for his grace and it's all about him. I can go every single day and be on this foundation.
foundation of Christ and not on myself and have peace because I know that no matter what happens, I fall into Jesus' arms and not mine. Amen to that. Absolutely. And like, what is a great burden in your life right now? I'm learning what is God doing in my life right now. And a great burden is is learning to branch out to people that I'm not so familiar with. So um, is that is that kind of answering your question? Yeah. So I've been very comfortable. You know, everybody's very comfortable with people that they know. Like like me as the baseball team, I'm very comfortable with my baseball team and the coaches there. Being able to branch out and, and, and share the gospel with people that, that I am not familiar with or people that may not believe the same things that I do. You know, just serving the people because it's about if I'm going to be a leader in any kind of way, a leader must serve first. If you, The Bible says if we are going to become greater, we must become less. Like we have to, I don't know the exact wording, but I have to serve to be the best leader. You know, and I, I want to serve people better. I want to I love people better. And that's not because of any, that's not because I'm a good person. That's because Jesus is, that's what Jesus did. You know, Jesus served the people and Jesus loved every single person. And our calling is to become more like him every single day. And if I can do anything to glorify him, that's the, the ultimate goal. And like, what words would you like put out there for people to, to become like a better person in their lives? So, like I said, the foundation for all living should be Jesus and the Bible. Like our goal, I mean, the Bible obviously is, is the way to go. I mean, this life is not about being a good person. I mean, it's not about, you're not saved by being a good person, right? I'm not just going to say I'm going to heaven because I quit cussing. The whole, I'm going to heaven because of what Jesus Christ did for me on the cross. So he laid down his life. I have accepted what Christ did for me and me accepting that and, and giving my all to Christ that ultimately makes me want to live for Christ more and being able to live for Christ more and digging into the Bible and spending time on my knees in God's presence molds me. God molds me. Like I'm a piece of clay. You know, the Bible says we're clay and he's molding us. You know, we're, we're being molded by God and, and just be moldable. You know, ex- listen to the Holy Spirit and his and His words. Listen to the Bible and, his, and, and the, the words of the Bible because every single piece of scripture is God breathed. You know, if you follow the Bible, if you build your life on the Bible, then you're going in the right direction. So, Is there any moments in your life that you'll cherish for years from now? Absolutely. The... <laughs> The moment that, that, you know, God pointed out to me that he has not forgotten me and he is not, that, that no matter how many times that I chose to do other things or to be sinful, God still chooses me to love me and to, to, to go get that sheep, that the, the one that wandered off. That's what I was when I was, you know, 17, 18, when I was living this life of sin completely away from God. That moment of realization when, when I looked at God and, and, and said, God, I'd rather have the world than I, and you and him still loving me and him still choosing me and him being patient with me to me to come around and, I, and praise God, I finally did. You know, he's probably like let's go this guy's fine quit acting crazy but yeah the moment that that i realized that god hasn't given up on me and i can still turn to his loving and forgiving arms that's the greatest moment of my life for sure but amen baseball you baseball wise the greatest moment yeah i mean there's been so i don't know if you want me to answer that but there's been so many you know this baseball journey has been awesome and i've also grown so much so much spiritually in baseball learning about failure and learning about how to handle people that that i don't know or teammates or whatever you know but um the first round of the playoffs my senior year of high school i'm going back to high school I need to close the yearbook but my first at bat <laughs> in the state playoffs I hit the, one of the farthest home runs I've ever hit on to the team that ultimately won the state championship and then last year we won the conference tournament and that was that was legit yes yeah. it was that was legit it's amazing yes it is amen to that <laughs> go lines got us a big old ring out of it like a super bowl ring yep. hey. <laughs> yes it was very nice ring yeah just okay last question uh just talk to us about with baseball how have you been able to relate god and the word with the game you love so god's i mean ultimately god's given me this ability and this athleticism to be able to go out in the field and represent and glorify him and be a tool used for him so if i'm going out in the field and basing my emotional you know happiness or sadness off of my success or failure then 
I will be an absolute wreck, especially in baseball, because if you go, if you have 10 at bats and you get three hits, you're a Hall of Famer. You know, if you get out seven times, you're a Hall of Famer in the big leagues. So you're going to fail more times than you're, than you're not, right? So God has showed me that he has given me this platform. I can't base my, my happiness and sadness off of my success. I base my happiness off of what he's done for me on the cross. And he's given me my teammates. He's given me these teams around me to be able to share the gospel. I think, and I've said it a couple times in Bible study, but God is better represented in you through failure than success, I think. Because if the people around you, when you fail, see you throwing helmets and see you throwing gloves and see you, man, I hate this crap, you know, then you're not being a good representation of Christ because if they see that you can't handle failure, right, then how are you going to be able to handle failure in life? Or same thing with success. If I'm having this great success and I'm like, dang, I'm on top of the world. I'm the man. Like, no, like God has given me every single ounce of anything that I've ever got. You know, how can I praise myself when I've done or when I'm failure, when I'm failing? How can I say God's not in control of this? Because one of the things I've learned recently is that Jesus was in control of, or God was in control of Jesus' Jesus's suffering, right? So he's in control of mine too. Like there is an opportunity to grow in your faith and success and failure. So if you look at everything, one is that God is the most important thing ever and not baseball. But two, you can grow in success and failure. Like everything is an opportunity to grow. So baseball is just, you always have an opportunity to grow in failure because you fail so much. We all fail so much in baseball and being able to represent Christ, like have a smile on your face when you walk back in the dugout and say, you know, this is another day the Lord has made. And if souls are pointed to Jesus, if, if your life points to Jesus in success and failure, then I think it's a success in baseball, you know, whether you do good or bad. It's a, the ultimate goal is about souls being one for Christ. It's, it's about Jesus Jesus being represented in me. That's the ultimate goal. Like, I'm not here to be an All-American now. I want to be, you know, but the ultimate goal is to lead souls to Christ and, and to show them that, that there is life past baseball and that there is life past death, even because eternity goes on forever. And you got to know Jesus. You got to know Jesus to live to live this life. And you, you just got to know Jesus to have peace, to have anything, to have eternal life. And that is so much more important than success and failure in baseball. And just keeping the main thing, the main thing, you know, keeping Jesus at the front and center and everything has helped me in baseball sorry if that was kind of roundabout way <laughs> oh you're good you're good very good stuff of course i agree with all that and how failure has affected me too with baseball because over the definitely the past few years in college especially it's my sophomore and junior year i kind of struggled a bit and i kind of of course got angry all the time and then even this past year I didn't have the best season but I was able to of course I grew within the church and grew closer to God which had helped me realize not to get so upset over little things like that because right. everybody fails right. and of course like you said being an all-american is really cool but like you can't take trophies to heaven, yeah you, you know I agree yeah because <laughs> I, I definitely like because this is my last year of baseball and I'm basically like oh I'm gonna be done and like I'm just gonna move on with my life and know that baseball is not my whole life yeah, Even though I do I do love watching baseball, but <laughs> playing the game, I will, of course, not be playing after this year. I mean, my prayer is that nobody even remembers my name, that I would go out of here, out of Piedmont, and then nobody would ever remember my name, but they would remember Jesus Christ. They would remember the impact that Jesus Christ had on their life in Piedmont, and they would never like I don't like, I don't deserve any of the glory. First of all, but I just I want to I want to I want to do God's work here and leave, and nobody remember my name. But the only thing that they remember is Jesus Christ. And Jesus said in His Word, not to lay for yourselves treasures on this earth, but lay for yourselves tre treasures in heaven, or keep treasures in heaven, because you can't take people you can't take you know plaques to heaven with you. If I went all American, you can't you know God's not gonna look at you and say, man, you're coming to heaven because you got all American. You know it doesn't matter, right? It's a matter as if I've accepted what Christ has done for me, and it's just keeping the main thing the main thing. You know, the only thing you can bring to heaven with you is people, and that's the most important thing. Yes, of course, that is some great stuff. And 
with that, make sure if you do want to listen to Mac, come next Wednesday to River Point Church to hear him preach. And hopefully in the future, we'll see him uh, preaching a nice big church and sharing the word with the God. Whatever the Lord has in store. Yes. Amen. That was Junior Mac Barton. Thank you for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> no problem. And after this break, we will be having our second interview with Coach Terry Martin. Looking for a radio show? Well, I know a really good one, and it's... Tune in to Wake Up with J-Ray and A-B every Friday morning at 9 sharp for the latest world news, celebrity gossip, and the hottest hip-hop and R&B hits you could ever ask for. So be sure to check out Wake Up every Friday morning only on WPCZ LP FM Demers Z 98.7 FM the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. And now it's time for our second interview guest with Piedmont University softball coach, Terry Martin. Coach Martin is an FCA sponsor here at Piedmont University. He leads our men's Bible study on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. So anyways, Coach Martin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So to start us off, what led you to be part of FCA here at Piedmont University? Uh, when I was here, uh, the area director was, uh, when I started here, the area director was Steve Pruitt uh, from Decoa. He and I graduated high school together and we got together and talked about it and uh, said, look, we let's start FCA on the campus. And uh, that kind of is what started it all. I was also on his board of directors, our advising board. And then one thing led to another, and we just kept going here. And uh, the president at the time was Ray Clear, and he gave us permission to, to have it on campus. And it's just kind of stuck with us uh, for all those years. That's awesome. What is it like having Piedmont students coming each Tuesday to Bible study? Nice. <laughs> It's amazing to see. I guess the older I get, the more I realize that the next generation is coming in and taking over. Having them knowing or, or having the backbone to come in and learn about God and, and how to uh, walk each and every day serving Him and loving Him and loving each other. Uh, it's amazing to see. And uh, I don't, I, I mean, I went to a school that's kind of expected of you so it wasn't a lot of choices to it you just did it and uh, these these guys are coming in on their own wanting to learn about God and how to how to stand for him and have a backbone for him that's awesome great to hear and while being a softball coach what is your goals to set for upcoming season <laughs> every coach is to win but uh, a lot of times success is not measured by the wins and losses and I know that's a cliche but uh, there's a lot of times that uh you you either are or you're not talented enough to to win the championships or uh, you know at the end of the year only one team really wins all the way out. A lot of success is are, are the girls growing? Are they working on the fundamentals? Are they improving? Are they out there being teammates, good teammates, and and striving to to love each other and get along with each other? That's great to hear. And what does God play in your life? Like what role does He play? Uh, he is the role in my life. Uh, he is the number one tell a lot of the recruits that come in that God's first in my life, my family's second, and this job's third. Uh, without him, I would be nothing. He's been merciful. He's He's uh, been forgiven. Uh, I'm just a human being saved by grace. Uh, and if it hadn't been for God's grace, uh, you know, I, that is it. That's what I live for. That's that's where I stand, and, and uh, that's who I stand for, and that's who takes care of me. Yeah, me too. I guess everybody in this whole world, that's what they need these days. That's right. 
And what do you think is the higher purpose is? Well, uh, the word says we're supposed to spread the spread his word uh, throughout the world. Uh, the higher purpose is, you know, God created us to have a relationship with us. Uh, you know, we as human beings, he also gives us choices. Uh, we can choose to live for him and have a relationship with him, or we can choose to uh, deny him or walk away from him or not trust him. Uh, our higher purpose is that hopefully we can, if we accept him and, and we uh, ask him into heart, we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, then it's our purpose, I guess, a higher purpose, and it's our duty to go out and spread the word uh, because God only wants his, uh, his creation to be with him and have a relationship with him. It's up to us to choose to do that. And, you know, I've chosen to do that, and hopefully others will choose to do that because he loves us. He loves me more than anyone can love me. He's forgiven me more than anyone can forgive me. You know, and he's he's given me his grace along with his Holy Spirit that I can make it through anything. That's so true. I mean, every day I'm always having higher purposes to score better grades and make sure he put all his work towards God every day. Well, he is the one. He is the reason why we're here. Yes, I mean, sir. He, he makes the decisions for us. To whether, what we have, he uh, allows us to have to manage here on earth. But everything is his. He can take it away anytime he mm-hmm. wants. Of course. And what is the best thing in your life right now? Uh, best thing in my life? I hope my wife's not listening, but it's probably my grandkids. <laughs> Other than Jesus and living for him, uh, my grandkids, that's the best thing that ever, ever was. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Heads up. You need to get on the ball with Matt on Z98.7 FM. Hosted by myself, Matt Kodrowski. Tune in on Wednesdays from 4.30 to 5 for my thoughts on the latest updates from the pro sports world, as well as an inside look on Piedmont Athletics. You won't want to miss it. Wednesdays at 4.30 on Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont University. Get on the ball. If there are any listeners in need of a prayer, contact Coach Terry Martin or any FCA member. We'll love to hear from you. Or you me, for example. Zane, of course, you go to FCA, right? Yes, sir. Just tell me about how other students can get connected to FCA and to the Lord by coming that don't usually go to FCA. Well, for those that want to become in the FCA group, they can start going to our Bible studies at t- on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Contact the Coach Terry Martin, and we'll love to hear from any student that wants to join, you can talk with him and he can probably get you a spot as being an FCA leader. And we'll love to hear from anybody because anybody can be in our group because we love to talk about God. And if there's anybody that is not afraid to show that they love the Lord Jesus Christ, then don't be because we're here for you. Yeah, I agree to that. Anybody can learn about God. Of course, sharing God to other people who don't know about the Lord is a really good thing to do, and people who are just lost right now in life and need to figure stuff out, always go to the Lord first. Find someone who is very passionate with the Lord. Talk to them. They'll know what to do. Get help, and just really it'll help you become a better person. And yeah, if you ever need help, just you can contact us or uh, anybody here at Piedmont. Those have been our thoughts on this episode. Now let's get into the verse of the day, Acts 17, 27. Paul spoke to the educated people of Athens and explained, God made all people from one man so that man would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. Zane, just share what this verse means to you. Reading this verse means a lot because God made all of us wonderfully made and each person is different in their own ways. But so other people can seek God and 
and reach out for him every time they need God, like for prayer, for forgiveness, and God will be there at all times. And he's not far from us. He's just one prayer away. Yes, he is one prayer away. Of course, many people don't realize that and just are going through hard times or whatever the case may be, and they just forget that they have the Lord they can pray to, they can cry to the Lord, whatever it may be, and they just forget that they can do that and don't realize how powerful he really is by saving many people and really helping them out in many cases. And that will lead us into the daily devotion as Zane will read that. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Yes, that was very good verse there. That is Acts 2:46, and very powerful words coming from this. The Lord will bring us together and in this verse they broke bread in their homes and they met together, ate together, really just continued to do that. Well, they shared their meals with great joy and generosity and they continued daily with their one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house and they'll eat with gladness and sing of their heart. Believers met together in the temple every day. I mean, to be with my family at home, um, pray for every meal that I have. It's a blessing to have because I know there's families out there that are struggling and all we got to do is just pray. Every day has got to count. You want to make sure that you do your work right, worship God every day, and have a great like schedule just to lead in Christ and enjoy the life of God by your side. Yes, I agree. Of course, the lesson learned here is you can always pray. No matter where you are, just take a moment. It doesn't matter how long it is, but just know God is always with you. Prayer is always a good thing to do. It's He'll give you an answer, and you just have to be patient with it. It might not happen in that moment, but you always got to learn that you got to be patient in life. Of course, I've struggled out not always being patient, but I've learned lately to become more patient with the Lord and know that He's always there and that prayer is just one step a day. But that concludes this episode of Under the Tree Talks, and we will see you next week. Just tune in, listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Our podcast will air on Apple and Spotify on Roar Productions Podcast, and make sure y'all tune in. Thank you for listening to Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James. New shows are uploaded at 11 a.m. each Friday morning, so be sure to come back next Friday for another exciting edition of Under the Tree Talks with Zane and James.